In our process of studying the concepts that often come up in the practice of martial arts and arts in general, we cannot escape the word musubi. Musubu in Japanese literally means to bind, to connect, to tie up something. This link may seem obvious in certain disciplines. I will quote the Tango, which is dear to my heart, but also most of the Chinese martial arts, such as Kung Fu and especially Tai Chi Chuan, in its form practiced in pairs like Tui Shou, sticky hands. In these forms of expression, the link with one's partner or adversary seems obvious, whether it is the search for harmony in the case of dance, or the breaking of a balance, in the case of martial arts, there is inevitably a phase that consists in linking to the other, connecting to him or her. It is this connection that Musubi represents. I can think of a Japanese sword kata named Kimusubi no Tachi, which can be translated as the sword that links the energies. In this kata, there is a link of life and death that pushes the protagonists to keep their souls linked together because they know that the one who breaks this contact will allow the other to cut. This is the finesse of this kata, to create and keep the link as long as possible under the threat of almost inevitable and instantaneous death. And this is also its strength, because it shows in a tragically immediate way what happens when we disconnect, when we break this link. And the metaphor is very easy to carry in our daily lives. What about people who have stopped being connected? We see it immediately, don't we? Just walk in a restaurant, look at the couple sitting at their table. You know right away who is still connected and who is not those who have a living and vibrant relationship and those who live next to each other and no longer together. I urge you to do this exercise the next time you walk into a room. It is really uplifting. So what are the ingredients for a musubi-filled life? How can we create and maintain this powerful bond that unites us? The first requirement is centering, that is, being able to stand up straight and alone. It means to have found a balance, a meaning, a bearing. In other words, the opposite of unbalanced and disoriented. To verify this, just ask two questions. Is your life balanced? And do you know where you are going? I encourage you to ask those questions to yourself. A balanced life means a life where you have the ingredients you want in the right place. That is, no, I should have, or even worse, I should have done. No, I should quit smoking, start working out, get out of procrastination, lose weight, find a job I like, be less strict with my kids, be more strict with my kids, take up music again, etc., etc. Being balanced does not mean that you won't change anything anymore. 
There are always changes, but it means that the adjustments to be made are minor, just like when a scale reaches a balance and we only need to add very small weights on each side to fine-tune the middle position of the needle. So we said a balance and a sense. So the second question is therefore that of meaning. It's knowing where you are going. It is to say to yourself in the morning when you wake up that you are going to progress in a direction that you have set for yourself. To give yourself objectives and a line of conduct, just as a compass needle knows where the north is, the needle of your life must point to a particular direction. The Roman philosopher Seneca said, there is no favorable wind to the ship that has no home harbor. In modern languages, we would say, if you don't know where you are going, you have little chances of getting there. So understanding that the deep meaning of what motivates us is very important. Sometimes we have a goal in mind, such as buying a house. But it's important to understand the deeper meaning of this action. It may be a need for security. For others, it may be a need for freedom, as a home will give them some financial independence. So buying a house can mean a loss of freedom or a gain of security, because a loss of freedom will be viewed as buying a house is going to be putting a string around your neck. So you can see the same action can have opposite meanings for different people. So it is important to figure out what is the real meaning for you of your actions. So we have said that there are two conditions for being in the Musubi. The first is balance and meaning. And the second, therefore, is the absence of tension. This is obvious when you watch dancers. Those who moved in a jerky manner will clearly not be in the musubi. They will not be able to create a refined bond with their partner. And the same goes for martial arts. Those who move with tension, like robots, will never be able to stick to their opponent and to develop the finesse of perception necessary to feel their movements. In everyday life, we can feel this immediately in a conversation. If the conversation is not fluid and the speakers remain on their position without understanding the others, it is often because tensions present, prevent them from taking another's perspective than their own. Most of these tensions stem from fears. Vladimir Vasiliev, my Russian Sistema teacher, sometimes says, your tensions are the consequences of your fears. Indeed, the life you have is the result of the choices you have made. And the choices you have made are the results of your tensions and your fear. This is the great paradox of Mosubi. You can only do it well if you are relaxed. And saying to yourself, if I'm not relaxed, I'll die, is the best way to be tense. Saying to yourself, I'm afraid I'm going to miss my life, is indeed the best way to miss it. On the other hand, working on your balance, knowing the deep meaning of your actions, and remove the actions and the tensions that paralyze you, 
is the best way to have a fulfilled life.